Hi, everyone. This is Sarah McFarlane from Inside Scientific, the online environment for life science webinars, virtual events, interviews, and educational content that helps you do your best work. Today's episode of Expert Answers features Dr. Lior Bukowski and Shivang Parikh from Tel Aviv University. They both recently joined us for a webinar on longitudinal behavioral studies and how to optimize the use of home cage monitoring systems for behavioral research. Let's dive in. Lior, this question is for you. Do you think that home cage systems can replace the standard tools that are used today? Well, obviously for my talk, no. But when you look today at the clinical level, you see that doctors are using more and more technologies and apps to track people at their homes. But in the end, they're still using the differential diagnosis by combining it with doctor appointments, and also using some kind of tests in the lab. Now, this is the same for us. When we work in behavior, we actually are doing differential diagnosis. And there is a very big advantage of testing our mice in the home cage, but we can never, I think, at least for now in in the technology existing today, we cannot replace entirely the standard tools. Not to mention that all the data that we have today, or 99% of the data we have today, comes from standard sampling tools. So until we have uh, a lot more data in home cage systems, in my point of view, we cannot replace them. So we will have to do both, if anything. Okay, great answer. (laughs) Thank you for that. So we have another question here. This one is for you, Shivang. The question is, can we check the appetite-related differences irrespective of anxiety? Yes, that's a really good question. Since open field is also used to, like in first place, it's used to measure the anxiety. For this particular experiments, we also performed the elevated plus miss test to see if the these effects were irrespective of anxiety. And uh, there's like a very fine line because since uh, this group already showed that the beta endorphin is releasing into the blood and uh, causing the behavioral effects. So you see a bit of anti-anxietic effects, but uh, considering the, I, I haven't shown the data here, but considering uh, the results from our experiments of the elevated plus maze test, we don't think that this effect is based on, on, on anxiety. Great. So let's move on to our next question. So Lior, this question is for you. The question is, what do you think about the use of metabolic measurements in the home cage in regards to behavioral assessment? Well, I spoke about it in my talk that mice do compensation. We also do it. And I think the most amazing thing that When we have some kind of a study in which we don't see any difference in behavior, but we know from histology or or other measurements, there is a difference. Metabolism can give us more information about how mice compensate. So, for example, if they are both doing a a match to sample uh, the same way, they have the same results, but one of them is using a lot more energy So metabolism will give us the answer for that. So metabolism can show us if our mice, if if they have some kind of an onset of of whatever it is that we are studying and if they are doing some kind of a compensation. And I think that in the end, this is, by the way, one of our future 
uh, wishful thinking. So we can combine metabolic measurements inside our behavioral home cage. So we can see if mice are actually compensating when we're uh, looking at subtle differences between groups. Okay, great. Thank you for that. We have another question here. Shivang, this question is for you. Did the UV light damage the visual system of the mice? Uh, it's a really good question. We gave the UV for around eight weeks. It's a, not a acute dose of the UV. So we did not check actually if it's damaging the visual activity in the mice. But considering the normal, the control animals itself, we did not see any differences in their eye, but I would just like to tell that when we used one of the knockouts, I, 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 would, I won't mention it specifically what kind of knockout, but when we knocked uh, use a, a, a specific skin, specific knockout, we saw that there is inflammation and redness of the eye when we give the UV after eight weeks. hope you enjoyed this episode of Expert Answers and that you'll tune in to future episodes where researchers just like you answer questions about their work, offer tips, tricks, and best practices, but most of all, share science. Don't forget to subscribe.